it's like my relationship to, rec to receiving anything, like even compliments. Um, it could be really difficult because it's not that um, I don't believe the help that I'm receiving or the compliments or whatever that I'm receiving. It's just like, how long do I got to sit with this <laughs> you know, kind of situation? And I think we as people are often conditioned to believe that help is weak. It's a demonstration of weakness. Um, or, or some, or not enoughness in some way. Like the reason you're asking for help is because you aren't enough to get the job done by yourself or you're weak in some way. And so it's like unconditioning, you know, myself and other people, of course, too, to be able to receive help graciously. I, I'm always grateful when I receive help. However, it might take some internal dialogue on my part to be able to sit with someone that's going to help you to do this. You're listening to Nourish the Risk Takers. I'm your host, Marisa Lowen. In this podcast, we explore the intricacies and complexities of asking for and receiving help. I am so excited because one of my absolute favoritist people in the whole entire world, all seven bazillion people out there. Oh, I gotta get my arrows straight. We've got one of my favoriteists here. So Biba Atap, welcome. Thank you. You are definitely a nourishing uh, person in my life, and I am extremely grateful. But why don't you give us a little introduction of who you are and what you're doing in the world? Oh, sure. First of all, thank you for having me. I was so excited about this that yesterday I'm like, I think we have our podcast today. And you're, I skipped a whole day. I was a day early. That's how excited I was. Um, my name is Biba Ta. I am the creator of the Dynamic Affirmations Method. I am also a personal evolution facilitator, self-care catalyst, and an energy worker. So what I am doing out here in the world is just being an emotional and spiritual support for people along their own personal evolution journey, because it is a journey for God's sake. And uh, the, the, as much as the, we need support out there, like that's part of what I do. So I offer my own time, my own energy, my own little toolbox, insights, intuitive guidance, and those things, and other um, different products and things to assist people along their own personal ev evolution journey. So, so let's talk about personal evolution. evolution. Yeah, let's let's talk about this. What is a personal evolution? I knew you were going to ask that question. Yeah, of course. Well, of course. I mean, of course. Personal evolution often gets. Um, confused with personal growth. So I'll talk about it in, um, as I'm talking about personal, personal growth as well. So personal growth is about becoming a better person, usually to do something. So you're increasing your knowledge and your understanding. You are learning new skills. You are um, changing your habits around and, and those types of things in order to become a better version of yourself. Whereas personal evolution is a bit more, a deeply more deep profound type of transformative process of change. So that could be a spiritual awakening. It could be some kind of dynamic shift that you're making into the way that you are as an individual and more around who you are being. Um, it could involve uh, some kind of shift around your values, your personal beliefs and perspectives that have the ability to really like completely change who you are as a person. And it is also a journey. It's a journey of self-discovery. It's a journey right. of self-acceptance. 
um, and realization, acknowledgement, and and all of that. And even though it sounds like, oh, this sounds fantastic, I can change my whole life, it cannot. It doesn't always feel that way. Even though, yeah. like, the fun part is the self discovery, because like, oh, I'm learning new things about myself. But th- it doesn't always come through, uh, like, you know, painting and reading yeah. new books and fun yeah. things. Sometimes it comes through hard lessons, dark nights of the soul, deep shadow work, mm-hmm. um, and things of that nature. And it's it's consistently flowing. It's consistently happening. So long as we're here and we're a bit more um, self-aware and present to our, you know, to ourselves, mm-hmm. we are on that journey. Like it doesn't end. So yeah, but I know. I know my experience with you, I want to share with everybody it, is that it almost feels almost like when I step into, you know, like the personal evolution journey with you, you're like a tailor, right? So you're sitting there on a pedestal and you've got some mirrors around you, but you have somebody that's coming in and like doing some like personal observation, like some just, you know, seeing what it looks like. Cause we can't see always do the pants fit right. Is the jacket cut, you know, cutting in where it needs to, but you are that tailor. Yeah, you're that tailor. So you're going around and you're looking at that eye. You are coming at it not in like, if it doesn't fit right or it doesn't work, you're not looking at it from a shame or judgment perspective. You're just making some adjustments and some changes. Like, how does this feel? How does this feel? And then, you know, putting in some pins and then saying, okay, walk around, let me know what that's like without doing, and then and then we work on like the sewing, right? Then we work mm-hmm. on the actual tailoring of it. But a lot of it is like testing. You always kind of say like, how does that feel for you? Like, what is it? What's going on? And I, you know, it, it's interesting for a person like me who is who's very unaware. Um, I tend to float through life without kind of really thinking about things. I know that I have impact. I know that I have, but I'm very detached from all of it. And it's been really interesting with you um, being able to not only feel an attachment to the things that I'm doing, the things that I'm creating. And I know... I know, I know that this is an ongoing thing for you because you're always like, do you hear what this person is saying to you? Do you actually, because re- you really do check it and you know that, you know, sometimes I'm just like, yeah, <laughs> I'm not. And then you like check in in the next few days, like, did you hear this? Like, did you actually like input this and integrate it? And it's so powerful to have someone to do that outside of your own head, outside of your, it's so completely nourishing. It's so completely just rejuvenating having someone be that, um, you know, close to you, but also outside of you, right? Mm -hmm. You don't have, you, you have nothing to win or lose if I make those changes. I got a dog in a fight. <laughs> Nothing, right? You're just there as a casual observer in this like person who's invested, but not, you know, you're not living my life. So you come in there and you just uh, surround me with your energy, surround me with that check-in point, which I think is just absolutely like, like I can't, I can't stress enough how important that is to have somebody like that in your life, um, whether it be a friend, a relative, or someone that you hire, that you bring in and have that as a sounding board. And also just that person who's reflecting back the fit, right? The mm-hmm. fit, you know, yeah. is this fitting? Is this working? How does this look? How does it feel? How are you moving in it? You know, and that's, that's the thing too, is when you make this personal evolution journey, how do you do the future moves in it? Right. It isn't just that moment. No, 
No, it isn't. How you, how you take that learning. Tell me about, a bit about that. Cause I know you have lots to say about kind of moving along with what you learn in the personal evolution and then input that into the journey. Oh, absolutely. Um, again, it's, it's, it's ongoing. So in the moment, it could feel like, oh, this is a little tight. This is a little, I'm not really sure. And you're coming at, you know, this the new horizons and things of your life with old information, like what you're familiar with, what you're comfortable with. And as you're starting to grow, you're starting to learn, you're starting to become more aware, you're starting to listen and recognize certain patterns and just allowing those things to kind of, like, you're not reacting to the things that you're thinking. You're not reacting in the way that you did before. You're able to have a pause, like that beautiful pause in between an action or a reaction is usually the place where um, personal evolution definitely shows up in the little small areas in your life. And so those things are gonna constantly change. You're gonna constantly get more information. You're gonna constantly see how, oh, well, I would have reacted to this this way before but I'm able to see things a little bit differently. I know how to investigate it a little bit more now. I know how to look at the whole picture or as much of the whole picture as I possibly can, as opposed to just straightforward. And it, it's like a new understanding. And the more that we live, the more we continue to evolve. So it's never just the pants fit great now. And so you've got pants for life. Like, <laughs> no, no, no. They will get old and ratty. They will shred. Those seams will pop. You will need new pants. You will love this color. And then it's a new season. And you're like, you know, mauve is, is out now. I'm ready for blue. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it, it's constantly changing. Yeah. My skin no longer enjoys mauve. You may move along because right. now... We're, we're in the pastel season, the, the right. pastel era. Um, yeah, I love it. So, you know, why, why do people come to this? Like, why do people come to like this part where they're like, okay, it's time for my personal evolution to have, to have my focus. Like what's going on in their life? Like what's, what are you finding people are, are ready for this? When do you, when do they know? Um, I think one of two things happens that, they are really looking to level up to a place that they've never been before. They are like, this is the Quan, and I know I can get there, but I recognize that with my fears, with my, my, my stuff, with all of my stuff, this is going to be a hard road to hoe. I'm going to have to move boulders and mountains in order to get there. But it is so important. It's a big part of my destiny. It's a part of my purpose. It's a part of why I'm here. I know this is what's happening. So I'm willing to do those things in order to get there. But you also recognize that there is, I don't want to say easier. Sometimes it there's ease involved as opposed to it being easier. There's another way to do things. Maybe yeah. something where you're looking to flow more. So it doesn't feel like with everything that you have to do, it's like a fight. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So instead it's like, yeah. I'm, I'm able to see things a little bit differently. Um, I'm able to see where I need to pivot and where I need to change and where I need to slow down or take a breather and those kinds of things. But usually like the one thing that I see is when people are trying to get to like that thing up there like off in the distance. Or the other one is that they've had a really, really rough time, a really rough experience. They've gotten to a point in their life where they're just like, I cannot 
cannot continue to do this. Mm-hmm. And I am making a commitment to myself that I won't have an experience like this again, or I'm tired of feeling like this and I need something else mm-hmm. drastic. I need things to be completely 180 type change. Mm-hmm. And I'm willing to do what is necessary in order for that to happen. So in both cases, it's a commitment to yourself. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it, it just looks different. Yeah. But ultimately that's the baseline. You know, I think about like how you and I met, we met in a, like a Facebook group and I don't even know, like it was like we stumbled upon each other. I, I joined one of your lives in the group and I think you were doing EFT at the time. And mm-hmm. um You know, it was interesting because there was like a group of people in the chat that really showed up for everybody. And like we kind of all commented and I just sort of fell into it. Like I just tumbled. All of a sudden I was in there. Um, And it was interesting because I didn't have to do a lot in order for people to start recognizing me and acknowledging me and being and tagging me in their lives. And it was really an interesting, I think, introduction because I think up until that point, I... I, ha- I haven't really had like really great deep relationships, like where I've just really stepped in and allowed myself to be nourished and allowed myself to be, you know, like tagged and invited in. Um, mm-hmm. I've just kind of always been on the outside. Right. And it's just like, mm-hmm. if it happened, it happened, but I didn't like pursue it. And with that group and you in particular, cause you definitely led the charge in that tagging me and bringing me in. It was like, it was like a shift happened because I was like, wait a second, I actually can be a part of a community. I can be a part of a really cool group of people that are showing up for each other and being really supportive and just like celebrating the heck out of each other without mm-hmm. really any like rules, requirements, like recipro- worry about reciprocity. It was just like, if you can make it Thursday night, we're all just going to get together and, you know, toss some cards or do some EFT or whatever. Right. Like it was whatever. just so relaxing. And so like, like I could finally, um, drop some of those expectations that I needed to uphold within a relationship. And, you know, as I started to get to know you more, I mean, definitely you're that kind of person. You're just really inviting. And I I love how you are in the catalyst. Like you're like the chief, like you're the chief welcome officer in the, in the catalyst, the chief confetti officer, right? Like you're right in there. Um, And just making people feel really welcome. And I think like, when I think of like nourishment, when I think of nurturing, not just, like not just welcoming people, but letting people be welcomed is a skill. Mm. Letting people be welcomed, mm. right? It's not just like a throwing in and being like, figure your stuff out. Letting them be welcomed, letting them be celebrated, letting them be really seen and heard. And you're incredible at that. Tell me about how you feel about that. Like, how, why do you do that? How does that come about? Like, how, what's that skill? Like, have you always been like that? Or is that something that you've also been cultivating? Oh, my God. I feel like I'm getting ready to cry because I haven't thought of that until just now. I think that um, I'm a seer and in so many senses of the word and really part of what makes like my gift work, what makes me work is that I want people to be seen, like, I see you. And so when I'm welcoming people, it's like, I see you, you're here, welcome. 
I'm so happy that you're here. Like you're a new addition, your new energy, your, your, you know, new knowledge, new, all of the things. And I want people to like rec to, to see and recognize that I've seen them or that they have been seen because I know how it feels, you know, not to be seen. You know, I know how it feels. Hey, L'Oreal. Um, I know how it, see, how it feels, you know, not to be acknowledged. And that so many people, we, we need that. And it's a way for us to connect with each other. I mean, I think that it's very easy to kind of just be, you know, behind the curtains and just kind of doing stuff in the, under the cloak of darkness. But then when you come out, like, oh, someone noticed, mm-hmm. you know, like there is beauty in that. And so when I was in, it was the Wu Collective, it was amazing group. Mm -hmm. Um, Just with the premise of that they have it open on Thursdays for everybody to go live and share their gifts. And it was life, life changing for so many people who really use that as an opportunity. And so many great connections were made. And part of what I, I mean, I kind of took some of what they, what the purpose of that was, which is when you decided to go live, like, we want to hear you. We want to see you. We want to feel your energy. Everyone here is talented. Everyone here is gifted. Everyone here has something amazing to offer. And you're important. You're all important. So it's not easy to get on camera and talk to a group of people you've never met. And it's a vulnerable experience. And so it's kind of like the kid that comes into a class, like for the first time. And it's like, all right, kids, stop, you know, doing whatever you're doing. This is Jackie. She's new. And it's like that, that fear, that vulnerability that I'm out here. Does anybody really see me? Are they willing to connect? And so that's just a like really, really important to me. I don't, I've never thought about it, but it's what, what I do because it is important. So thank you for even saying that because it's, I didn't even see that until just now. Yeah, you are definitely. And, and when you talk about like seeing people, I think this is really interesting. It's something I want to I want to point out. It isn't just like the good shit. <laughs> OK, it isn't like honestly, like the the ability, you know, when we talk about nursing the risk takers, it is really also about letting your awkwardness letting your uncomfortableness letting your mm-hmm. shadows let, letting your the things that you think are the worst parts of you also being seen by other people mm-hmm. that i think is when the nourishing starts to happen right because one we build relationships with friends. we know our friends aren't perfect we know we're gonna get into fights we're no we're you know but it's when we show up for each other even when it sucks even when we know the person hasn't slept in a few days and maybe snapped it you know like these are things that make us human that make us people right and we stop policing you know you have to be this perfect in order to be my friend <laughs> that's like the, right. the the ride right it's like you got to be this height to ride the ride you got to be this perfect in order to be my friend when you start to like let people see you when you're not the greatest too, that is nourishing. Like that is letting, mm-hmm. and then letting someone like Biba see you in that moment, you, you're still recognized as a whole person. You're recognized as a person being in the world. And I can't think of another uh, greater um, you know, achievement is being seen like that is, is really being in your moment. We talk about authenticity and being vulnerable and all that stuff is manufactured. It's showing up when you haven't slept or you don't feel well and letting other people still see you and know that you are a whole person and have value. Even if you can't be an active contributor in any way, just you being there is, is phenomenal. And Biba sees that. So Biba even knows when 
like I'm a little shit. Um, Biba will come out. You know, she she does this. We have in the Crate Girls Catalyst. She has gifts. We have the gift of gifting. Um, yeah, and, and Biba is the queen of it. Uh, the grand poobah of gifting. <laughs> Um, basically if you're doing something that you know you shouldn't be doing, we have this little thing called hashtag don't tell Biba and all over the internet, <laughs> Alice and I are leaving little, uh, little Easter eggs. You'll just all of a sudden doing something, mind your own business. All of a sudden you're going to see don't tell Biba because we're out there doing stuff we shouldn't be doing. But the thing is, is that Biba will do these like loving gifts. I mean, sometimes yeah. they're, they're a serious side eye, you know, like if, if she's pulling the Oprah gif out. Oh yeah run right but you know it is it's one of those things where again you're still showing that you're seeing us you're hearing us you're still mm -hmm. standing by us even when you know it just feels icky you know yeah. and i think this is something that that's a gift you know and you have that and i i i love it i i, I don't always read comments in here but l'oreal's and it says l'oreal's oh so beautiful seeing biba where she is now she was a whole other person when i first got to know her she's a testament mm -hmm. of what she teaches it's beautiful yeah you're on your own personal evolution right like yeah. you're bb you're not out there going hello i figured it all out you know come here no you're like arms hand in like let's go like is <laughs> we're going personal evolution shopping kind of thing right like yeah so talk about that like what what's your personal evolution been like oh okay <laughs> <laughs> we're going that's what we're going um <laughs> i should have known um oh my gosh my personal evolution has been Ish, it has been a roller coaster. It is a roller coaster I can't get off of. I've been asking them to stop the ride for years now, and they're just like, no, let's go faster. <laughs> let's make the highs really high. Let's make yeah, the low I'm on lunch. I can't stop this. <laughs> right, right. Oh, God, I, didn't, I forgot you were on it. Like, <laughs> my bad. Like, that guy left. He's no longer so appointed yeah, to that ride. Sorry. <laughs> right, right, right. He never returned from lunch. He he got fired. We we yeah. didn't realize we were on it. So yeah, no. Um the my journey has been whew, something else entirely. And I've tried to be really honest about what it looks like. Like I will roll I've rolled on here in tears. I've rolled on here in the middle of you know, some really dark moments, dark personal moments. I rolled on here, you know, after a walk, like I'm still in the park sweating, yeah. you know, like the, the do-rag on, all the whole thing. Yeah. Like, but it is, it's been freaking work. It's been freaking work. And I mean, again, it started with a commitment to myself. And it's so funny that you have this, when you, when you make this commitment, like you have maybe a general idea of what you would like to see. Like, oh, I would like to feel better about myself. I would like to feel more confident. I would like to show up more. I would like to be, to feel more confident on camera. I would like to be successful in my business. I would like to find a love partnership or, you know, these kinds of things that you think that when you make these commitments and you start to change habits and all the other things that this is what you're going to see. And it's just going to be, I don't, again, don't want to use the word easy because I don't think anybody who makes a commitment like that is like, this is going to be easy. Yeah. It's just, it's just not. Yeah. But I think that we believe that there is an end. And I think that we believe that at the end, we're going to get the prize, the gold coin or, you know, treasure box and all these other things. And that has, it has not been, 
so evident in that way. There, there's been a number of prizes, but they don't look like what I thought they would look like, mm-hmm. at, like at all. Yeah. <laughs> um, they don't feel like how I thought that they would feel. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's because at the time that I made the commitment and I said, I do not want to feel like this. I do not want my life to be like this. I had no idea like what was possible for me. It's it's like reading a lot of these authors, these self-help leaders and whatnot. And they're just like, oh, you just feel positive about yourself. Positive things will happen in your life. And you're like, that sounds wonderful, but I don't see how it could be like that. And I don't know what that's going to look like for me. Like, I know what I'm used to. I know the devil I'm used to. I'm, I know the people I'm around. I know what my personal lived experience has been. I know what I see. I know where I am. So if I'm thinking about all of this amazing stuff that I want, like I can't picture myself there, but yeah. I'm committing to myself in a sense that I want something better than what I have now. Mm-hmm. And so if I would have known that what I've gained from making this commitment to myself would be this, yeah, I would I would have wished I would have done it sooner. And I would have understood a little bit more about what to ask for. Because the other things that we tend to ask for is all stuff that's outside of us. Right. You know, some, yeah. some, we want a Range Rover. We want a new house with the picket fence. We want Idris Elba or Jason Mafrickin' Moa. Lord, Jesus. <laughs> like, we, we want, my God, I think I just saw something on Instagram and they had the music playing and he was wet and he had the pants on and the tattoos and he had the, it was, yeah. Have you seen him fishing? No, there's a video of him fishing. Yeah, and he's wearing some traditional garb that oh. maybe gets blown up in the wind. I'm just saying. We're just saying. You need to send this. I, I don't want to objectify anyone. I'm just saying it was a beautiful view of some. I was just, you know, beautiful, beautiful people. Beautiful people in the world who are out there just absolutely sharing everything that is beautiful about them and i will yes. help celebrate it uh, absolutely, absolutely. yeah we can't wish jason though we can't we can we can wish that someone sends us a link to that video which i will happily do for I anyone need to manifest that, that like uh, in about but we can't wish for jason we can't wish for idris he seems to be in a in a loving committed very, relationship and you know yes. like that married to a very nice. beautiful extraordinary woman so right find right. somebody else but you know, we we are wanting these all this external stuff. We want to be smaller. We want to look younger. Yeah. We want yeah. long hair. We want straight and white teeth. And we yeah. want we want all this money. And so when we're we're committing to ourselves and we're saying like this is what I want, it's all stuff outside of you. Yeah. It always, almost always is. No one is asking for a deep, profound sense of peace. <laughs> you know, no one, nobody's asking for that. Nobody wants internal peace, but it is freaking priceless. It really <laughs> legitimately is. They're like, hmm, let me see, Jason Momoa or deep internal peace? Who's <laughs> 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 like picturing that genie pops out? He's like, you got three wishes. And he's like, like, you know, one of them could be, and you're like, ooh, I'm going to go with the deep internal sense of peace. Like, I'm just going to go with contentment, please. And yeah. the genie would be like, what? Ah. You don't want a Mercedes? Yeah, yeah. you don't want money in your bank account? You're like, contentment. I would just like a little bit of contentment, please. Right, right. Maybe contentment and to be able to walk in high heels without falling. But yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 
Can you give me the Lady Gaga heel walking ability, please? Absolutely. But yeah, we're not asking for content. We're not asking for deep personal peace. We're not asking for a deep sense of, of awareness of who we are. We're not asking for us to prioritize ourselves in, you know, in the biggest way possible in all of the things. We're not asking for that level of self-awareness that you can finally see yourself, you know, in a particular way and understand why you operate the way that you do. Like, we're not asking for that. Okay, but Eva, I asked level, you on my show and I did not ask you to come attack me like that. <laughs> did I read you, baby? This is my show and you just reached in and we're like, well, you asked me a personal question earlier. Let me just spill all of your inside thoughts out here for this podcast. I see what's happening here. All I mean, right. This is what happens when bad cop and batter cop get together. So, it's you know, it's you true. get me, I get you, we get each other. But you are so right. And now, like, I'm going to go, I'm actually going to take, I love that you said this, because I'm doing a little experiment over on TikTok with, with co-creation. And now I put one out there, but you know what? It was it was the Jason Momoa of of goals. And now Ooh. I need to go back and actually be like, OK, what am I actually co-creating in the world in yeah. order for this thing to happen? The 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 Jason Momoa of business goals will just say in order for that to happen, what actually has to ha change within me? What actually has to ch change with the way that I'm viewing the world and the way I'm perceiving and reacting and interacting with the world? That's what I need to be co-creating in order to manifest the Jason Momoa of business dreams, the Idris Elba of business mm -hmm. goals. You know, oh the, I've gone big. You know, I'll just say this. I have a big, beautiful goal, the mm -hmm. Idris Elba of goals. But I need to actually focus in here first. I need to go, okay, what do I need to prepare? What do I need to co-create? Mm -hmm. That's what I'm focusing on. That's what I'm asking the wish for or the yeah. manifestation of the affirmation yeah. in there. Yeah. Ooh, that's a game changer, Biba. That yeah. is a big game changer because I think I've been focusing on the what. Mm-hmm. And not the who. Mm -hmm. And yeah. really, it's me. Yeah. I'm the it problem. Starts <laughs> it starts I'm the problem and ends. It starts and ends. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, it's me. I'm the solution. It's me. Yeah. Yeah. That literally is it. And, you know, that has been one of the biggest 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 lessons in all of this like you read the books and they say this like oh it's in, you know once you change your insides then you know, your external environment will completely change I'm like what does that even mean until yeah. you start doing it and then you start seeing it and then you start feeling it then it's like this is how you live your life yeah I think the challenge is we see a lot of these content out there that it's like you you cut the rug out of the ma the magazine. You put it in the box. This is an actual from Abraham Hicks. I remember oh. she she was flying home and she wanted a new rug for her front. I, I don't know why this is stuck in my head. This story is living rent free forever. Um, but she she was on the plane and she found this beautiful rug in a magazine. She cut it out and she put it in her manifestation box or whatever. Anyways, so then a couple days later, somehow this rug magically appears. I can't remember the whole details of the story. I might have skipped out a few things, but it was the rug, right? And so then I'm stuck in my head. I'm like, okay, what's my rug? Um, but it mm. isn't. 
it's like, what did I do to prepare the house to have the, the, the rug there? What did I, did I have to do some sweeping? Did I have to do some cleaning? Did I have to, did I have to change the way I come in the door? Do I have to change where I put my shoes so that this beautiful rug doesn't get muddy? Like there's Mm -hmm. all that, because in my head, I'm, I'm going, oh, I'm already going to get that rug dirty. There's no sense getting a new rug. Right. Right. So is the rug ever happening? No, because I've already decided I'm going to get it muddy with my horrible shoes. So then you're not going to do it at all. So we're not going to do that. Yeah. So then I got to change. I got to change either the way I come in the door or that I have a shoe rack. That's first things first, or that I have Mm -hmm. a different rug right in front of the beautiful rug that I get Mm -hmm. to like, you know, so it's, it's more of the, the solution, the more the, Mm -hmm. the opportunity for that to come into place as opposed Mm -hmm. to the actual object. But did you also hear how much work there was now now you got it now you're worried about it getting dirty now you got to think about where it's going to be is this the right door do i have to now get something else to make it so that this would be an ideal place for this particular rug we haven't even gotten to the getting the rug we you're at the all this other stuff is happening before the rug even comes and that is the work that's the work I think it's also that we focus on like, that's going to be the last rug we're ever going to get. <laughs> yeah. So we got to make it, it's got to be perfect. Yeah, it's got to be the rug. Best, best rug that we've ever got. And yeah. that it's got to fit perfectly and that it's got to be matching everything perfectly right. and that we can't ever wear it out and that nope. we can't ever. So then that's, we're also focusing on that, right? It becomes never moving. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like so desperate, right? It's just yeah. like, man, this is, I'm doing all this work for this rug. So yeah. meanwhile, we could have just gone out, got a really friend, fantastic rug, yes. put it in our front hall, and then focus on the other things that we got to do. So we also, right. so we also do too much work sometimes in the uh-huh. in the co- in the co creation part, as opposed to just letting mm-hmm. it like be like right. Just put Again. the rug down, like just put it down. Enjoy right. it for however much time you have. Right. Same as if if Jason Momoa comes, maybe. Maybe he's here for a little short time and not a long time, you know? Right. Let's uh, not be too attached to Jason. Yeah. I'm Jason not going to be a moment. He could be Jason a moment, moment Momoa. Momo- yeah. Moment with Momoa. Probably <laughs> should be a moment, if you will. And Jason, if you ever need me to come up with business ideas. Uh, but listen we're not worrying about how long we're spending with him. We're not going to, we're not going to say, you know what, Jason, sorry. This isn't going to last a long time. I think you're just here just to enjoy me and for a minute. And I can't do that. No, you're going to be like, okay, yeah, come on in. In fact, you want to see my new rug? Oh, that's horrible. That's a, that's a euphemism that I did not. This is, (laughs) you brought up Jason and now. Everybody's sweating. What's happening? What is happening here? Can you just take a moment here? But listen, like that's it, right? We're spending too yeah. much time worrying on the outcome. We're too much worry- time worrying in the thing. So that's not very nourishing. That's not, that's, that's giving, that's wearing ourselves out. Oh, yes. It's hello, it's me. I'm the problem. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So how do we stop that? Hmm? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, how do we stop doing that? How do we? how do we just like enjoy the co-creation process? Cause that's part of the personal evolution, right? Is actually yeah. stepping in and being like, this isn't hard work. This isn't like, we're not, we're not creating like, my God, I'm 40. I'm going to be 45 this year. Like I'm in the, I don't want to work hard anymore. Yeah. 
I'm in the Freedom 45 Club. Like, I really want to just enjoy the rest of my time here on Earth, building, co-creating, mm-hmm. collaborating. I don't, I'm, I can get off the struggle bus and let it go um, down the block. Like, I don't need that. So how do we stop that? How do we create that within ourselves? What do we do? What are, what's the, what's the, what's the, like, the process here? The process. The process really is around self-discovery. Mm. It's around really getting to know yourself. Ooh. In all no. the way. <laughs> Nobody wants to do it. In no, this no. economy? No. <laughs> I don't want to know me. You crazy. Yeah, it's it's really the self-discovery. Like the self-discovery process really could be fun. You can discover more about yourself in painting and doing things that you use, like making friendship bracelets, if that was your thing or whatever. Like all kinds of stuff comes up when you're in this comfortable, fun, meditative space. It doesn't have to be difficult. I mean, there are plenty. Look, you can make it. I was just listening to Karina on um, Briar's podcast. She said, you can make it hard if you want to, if that's what you need. I was like, oh, damn, that was that hit me. Yeah, I it does me. I just said the other need. day and I was like, okay. <laughs> you don't have to cut me like that, Karina. Hey, like, that's rude. I thought we were friends. Like, what's happening here? Yeah, like, what? So rude. Yeah. But I mean, she was right, though. Like, sometimes people really do need it to be, they need it to be the dark night of the soul because they're not hearing right. it or listening any other way. Yeah. But the self-discovery process is the start. Like, you get to yeah. know yourself, you get to know how you roll, know how you yeah. think, know what your kinks are, know what your triggers are. You learn so much about yourself. And in that, you're saying, all right, well, I recognize that I've performed better or I do better or I feel better or I am better when these things happen. How can I invite more of these things? So are there some things that I can do less of that don't make me feel good? Don't make me perform well. Don't make me and I'm not energized by doing that. Are there some things that I can let go of? And so learning all about yourself really like, it's necessary. There is so much to glean from getting more deeply connected with ourselves. So it's yeah. not just, you know, let me just stop doing this. Let me think about this differently. It really is about coming around to having a different kind of life. Yeah. Like me having spontaneous naps throughout my day. Yeah. 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 People was really worried about me. She's like, you're, you're in the room, you're in the catalyst all the time. And you're always in the room. Like, do you ever take breaks? And I was like, Oh, confession time. When I'm really quiet and nobody's asking me anything, I'm probably napping. And people was like, I'm sorry, what? I'm like, yeah, I just, I turn up the volume on my laptop and I just, I just fall asleep. And then yeah. somebody comes in and says, Marisa, can I ask you a question? I'm like, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And, and Biba, I like, I now know, like, I think Biba's changed. You've changed the way you th- look at me now. You're like, you're just picturing me like I'm just sleeping in this chair waiting. I'm like a gentle old giant, you know, just waiting in the tree for the, for the person to come up and, you know, get some wisdom. Um, and I'm just, you know, and then I, I, I gave myself that permission though, because yeah. I, I, I'm a, I'm a weird, like if I get an idea in my head, I'll stay up all night and just do it. I know. But if I, but what I was doing was I was feeling bad about that. Right. Cause then I was tired, mm-hmm. but now yeah. I just sleep during the day. I'm like, whatever. And then I'm yeah. like, my brain's like, okay, we're, we've done our thinking. 
now mm-hmm. we can sleep. So if I sleep for like 40 minute blurbs throughout the day in between mm-hmm. people going into the catalyst, my brain yeah. is happier than yeah. beating up I used to do on, mm-hmm. oh, you stayed up all night working on something. Now you're tired. Yeah, now yeah. I'm tired and I'm going to go have a nap. Yeah, yeah. And notice I piped down on kicking you out of your own space because after yeah. we've had the conversation, I've calmed down. I'm like, okay, you are getting sleep. <laughs> but yeah, also, we also you piped down because she's you're probably like, she's probably sleeping. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just like, you know, let me leave her alone. I'm in the room really quietly. Are you sleeping? I'm like, I'm going to send private messages to everybody in the room, like, don't you ask her for anything. Shut the yeah, hell up. I mean, that's the thing, but I love it. I, it's honestly, and that, like, and my brain loves, like my brain, I definitely am an 80 year old man. <laughs> I've already, I've already reached into that grandpa just sleeping at the, like the dinner table. Like this was good, for me, you know, and then you have a nap and then I wake up and I'm like, let's go play a game kids. You know, like that's, <laughs> that's what I'm at. And I think that's part of my personal evolution, right? Because I thought mm-hmm. I had to be, on all the time i had to be professional yeah. in my corporate career you can't just fall asleep at your desk they tend to frown at that i fell asleep at some meeting like meetings because it was just so like dry and boring and i'm like yeah. plus i have narcolepsy so like all of a sudden i'd be like mm-hmm. and then i you know jolt awake and that's awkward yeah part of that personal evolution was me realizing i was never going to do well in a corporate space because i like mm-hmm. naps throughout the day yeah they don't yeah 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 right yeah. so that's part of the personal evolution. Part of it is like who I want to work with. We've been having lots of talks, both and I, about like, who do we want to work with in the world? Like, who do we really want to step into uh, being in collaboration and connection and partnership? Because you have a very intimate practice with people. Yes, you have to like them. Yes, I do. <laughs> right? We're going to be spending some time together. I got to be able to stomach you. <laughs> and you have to be able to stomach me. Maybe I play too much. Maybe you don't like my joke. Maybe you really don't want to be held accountable. Maybe you want this to continue to be an issue that you hold on to and just you just kind of want to kvetch about this for the rest of your days. Like we don't need to go, we don't go together then. Yeah. Well, we've been talking about personal responsibility. So, and this goes both in, in your line of work and my line of work, because you really don't want somebody in there who is expecting you to fix all their shit. Oh, yeah. And you know what? I had to actually come around like that's another part of my personal evolution. When I first started doing like energy healing and work like i'm listening to all these other coaches out here like let me heal you my work can heal you and i was and i was saying that too but it never resonated well with me i'm like this doesn't feel right but i don't know what else to say so i'm going to say this this is what everybody is saying this is what people who are on the other end are used to hearing and so they want to be healed these people are saying i can heal you and they're getting clients. And I'm just like, all right, this is what I'm going to say. Like, I don't feel the same way even about that word. Yeah. I don't, it's like, almost like, is that word even, is it even possible in certain circumstances? And when it comes to personal evolution, I don't believe that it is. Yeah. I actually so, think, I think that the use of that word in those circles is, is rooted in classism, right? So it's like, mm-hmm. come to that person and then they're supposed to heal you. You give them money and they heal you. Right. And yeah. that's classism. Whereas like what we're, we're coming into our done with you, the co-creation, yeah. the, yeah. Um, you know, the, the we era where, where the collaboratives, right. Where the conspirators, yeah. where the, you know, it's not that I come in and I fix even with it in a business, right. People are like, well, mm-hmm. you know, what if I need all this and this? I'm like, well, Here's the thing. You have to show up in the room and be there with me. I'm not going to deliver you anything ever. Like, it's just not ever going to happen. But if you're in the room, I'm in there working with you. And it's a very different 
mindset. It's a very different intention. And you mentioned right at the beginning, it's a commitment to yourself, a commitment mm-hmm. to really showing up to being sure. able to know that Biba's not there to save your life. Biba's not um, there to heal you. Biba's not there. Biba's there to be that facilitator, that guy doing what Biba knows best mm-hmm. in that you though are the the catalyst you're the you're the person the creator the the uh navigator of your own destiny if you will Mm -hmm. and same thing with me i can't work with a business owner that isn't personally responsible for their own outcomes in their business we've seen business Mm -hmm. owners um that blame everybody else out for their for their success or lack their you know like and so it's just it, it gets tiring, right? It's just yeah. like, oh, you know, you gotta, it's your thing. Um, right. Look, so I can't I, want it better. I can't want it more for you than you want for yourself. Like, I, we out of that game. I mean, I'm not doing that anymore. I mean, because if in the end of the day, I'm in the energy management business of myself, <laughs> right? And the energy management business in New Jersey with Tony Soprano. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I like that. energy management business. I'm going to make yeah. you a new, like we did the profit, the the prof father, uh, the profit father. Like I'm going to do, you know, the, I'm in, I'm in the energy management business. You yeah. know, I've got a guy. Um, I, I need that now. Now I need, I, I need show. that now. Yeah. I think we're going to have yeah. to have a TV show that's just basically based on these themes. I'm just saying, I'm just putting that it out into the, into the universe. Uh, I love it that maybe we start to explore some of these things, but yeah. Okay. So you're in the energy management business of yourself, your own energy. Yeah. Of myself. And I know, I know what it takes for me to hold space for people. I I mean, I have a lot of friends. I've been doing this for a long time, a long, long time. I've been burned. I've been, you know, burned out. I've been, you know, all of the things. And I recognize that there is a way for me, to show up. There's a way for me to hold space that ends up being safe for me as well as the person who I'm holding space for. And that means that I have to have boundaries and I had to learn it the hard way. That means that I have to uphold those boundaries. And that means that there may be some situations where people were just like, I don't like her or she's mm-hmm. a whole bitch because she is doing this or she said no, like who does she think she is? So those happen to be some of my own triggers my Mm -hmm. own limiting beliefs, my own self-limiting beliefs and rooted in certain like core fears that I have. So uh, it's a constant struggle. Like you're, (laughs) everybody's not going to like you, but you got to like yourself. You got to manage your own energy. You got to hold space for you. You got to prioritize yourself above all. And what you do for yourself means that it's good for everyone else because it's also showing other people like what is possible, what they're capable of doing, what they have a right to do, you know, where they can, have permission to do these things. And so I don't want to be doing any work with anyone who is not willing to make that commitment to themselves. If you're not going to commit to yourself, then we have nothing to talk about. That was, that's a whole, that was a whole sermon. Uh, you, you got up and you're like, we're going to do this right now. I think it's, I think it's true. And and I'm the same way in my business. You know, it, it, people sometimes ask me these questions when they're looking to join the catalyst. And I just know that they're not ready. Like, I'm just mm-hmm. like, you know, I don't want to, he- like, it's a valid question. I'll say this. I'll always be like, it's a valid question. Yeah. It's none of my business to answer it, honestly. Like it's with you to answer. And and sometimes mm-hmm. that be, is a bit jarring. Like you said, people think you're a whole bitch, not a half bitch, a whole bitch. And it's like, it's, it's how we're going to be. It's how we protect our own energy. It's yeah. how, you know, when, when I think the number one question I get is like, well, what happens if I come into the room and you're helping someone else? 
What? <laughs> what normally happens when you go to like Best Buy and someone's helping someone else? Like, what do you do? Do you do you get mad? Do you walk out? Do you do you browse? Do you do other things? Do you call your mom? Like, there's so many things you could do. What's best for you? Yeah. And their response is how I know whether they're going to fit in the community, right? Yeah, because yeah. of course the best response is I'm going to work on my business until you've got a moment and then I'm going to I'm going to step up and be like hello or I'm going to put in chat hey Marisa once you're done I've got some really cool yeah. questions somebody that comes in all the time she's like I know you're talking to somebody I'm just putting my name on the list I'm, I'm signing <laughs> up and I love that like that's yeah. personal responsibility for themselves mm -hmm. and their time right mm -hmm. or like oh I've got 10 minutes I popped in here but you know if you're not gonna be ready can I come back in and half yeah they do this all the time that's asking for help that is mm -hmm. being personally responsible for themselves if yeah. they just like leave or storm out and be like oh I can never get any help like can you imagine the amount of times I'm in the room um with nobody ever asking me anything like it's just like right. it's sometimes we're in there and it's complete and total silence like people Absolutely. are all well I don't know kind of running their business running their business doing. Yeah. yeah yeah and I think that's what we that's what we're looking for. And I'm being very open now about this is like, and that's part of my personal evolution. There was a time where I wouldn't say things like that. There, I'd be like, it's mm -hmm. fine. You just come in I'll make, I'll make it work. I'll, mm -hmm. I'll figure out how to serve you. And it's like, nah, I am a, I'm a collaborator. I'm a co-creator. I'm a co I am 100% in for whatever you are showing up for. And I will mm -hmm. be there and I'll help you like build it bigger. But I'm mm -hmm. not there to serve people. I don't want to mm -hmm. be a servant leader. I don't want to do any of those kind of like those contexts. Like it's just no, no, we're not okay. doing that anymore. Like nobody, we just, ugh. it's just gross energy, right? Yeah. Like, I owe you this. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> drains me faster than having like someone say, I owe you something. No, you don't. I'm xing out whatever bill whatever <laughs> stop it like because i don't want that energy i don't want that in there i want us just to to create cool stuff together yeah 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 all right i'm gonna ask you a hard question okay what's your relationship uh like with asking for help oh. <laughs> questions continue um relationship with asking for help I am, oh man, I'm still leaning into asking for help. There are certain things um, that I've gotten so much better about asking for help around. And then there are other things where I'm like, nope, I, I got it. 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 I'll do it. Nope. Nope. No need. Um, just because like it, it's uncomfortable. I think what it is about help is that help is vulnerability. Like, help is is intimate and there is no intimacy without vulnerability and trust and so if i don't have not seen enough um from someone or in a space where i feel like i can trust or that it's a safe enough space for me to be vulnerable i am not asking for help just not going to do it i will figure it out on my own smart girl I figured out a lot of my own. Granted, it has taken me so much time, which is, again, when we talk about energy management, yeah. like the time that it takes to figure it out for myself when it would be just so much easier to get the help from somebody who I don't know if I can really trust, you know, those kinds of things. So um, there have been situations where I have had no choice. 
I think my relationship with help actually has gotten better because it's been like a get down or lay down situation, which I say all the time. Like you're either you get down like of my own free will, like I am getting down because I realize that the universe, my intuition, my personal spirit team, whatever, is like it's time for you to get down or you get laid down. And that is usually when you don't really want to get down. And then the powers that be, whatever, come and say, you're going to lay down. And you were laid down. So I've, and I've, my relationship with health has gotten better because I've been laid down. I've had no choice but to ask for help because I couldn't do it, period. So it's gotten better. I know it's going to continue to improve. Yeah. Um, but yeah, help is, help is hard. <laughs> yeah. And then, of course, there's the other side of it. You know, what, what's your relationship to receiving help? Oh. <laughs> um, my relationship to receiving help. Mm, that also could use a little bit more work. <laughs> yeah. I think um, it's like my relationship to, rece- to receiving anything, like even compliments. Um, it could be really difficult because it's not that... Um, I don't believe the help that I'm receiving or the compliments or whatever that I'm receiving. It's just like, how long do I got to sit with this <laughs> you know, kind of situation? And I think we as people are often conditioned to believe that help is weak. It's a demonstration of weakness um, or, or some or not enoughness in some way. Like the reason you're asking for help is because you aren't enough to get the job done by yourself or you're weak in some way. And so it's like, unconditioning, you know, myself and other people, of course, too, to be able to receive help graciously. I'm always grateful when I receive help. However, it might take some internal dialogue on my part to be able to sit with someone is going to help you to do this. They want to help you do this. I'm like, why? (laughs) Why? What do you want? You want something? Let me give you what you, you want me to give you some money. What, what hat was I owe you now? Like, you know, you start to ask these questions. So it can be um, difficult to ask for and also receive help, but it's necessary in, in, in my life. Cause again, energy management, it takes so much not to ask for help. It takes so much. It's such a huge, heavy burden to feel like you have to do it all yourself. And if you yeah. have to do it all yourself, then what are you what are you not doing that would feel better to you? What are you not doing that would be better to you? What are you not doing that would be better for you and all the people that you're meant to help or inspire or motivate or serve in one way or another? Who like the people that you're meant to impact? Like if you're pushing boulders up a hill that it's not for you to push. And I've seen you in the catalyst, like working, not just with me, but, you know, with Darcy and other members, like you're also a co-creator. Like I've seen you, you know, you've had an idea and then someone feeds into it and then you feed into that and then they feed into it. And it it becomes this like bigger, cooler thing than you had, you know, whether you started the idea or someone else started the idea. I've seen it happen where you both have, you know, stepped into that, that role of support, help, support, you know, feeding Mm -hmm. into each other. Yeah. And it's the idea is way better. It's just cooler, right? Yeah. We take yeah. it ourselves. It's just like such an mm-hmm. interesting process. But mm-hmm. and uh, that's part of the thing that's helped me with receiving help. Like it's so um, one of the things that's great about the catalyst is the, is the people who were there. They're like so many experts, so many people in there willing to help, willing to share, willing to 
um, help you in any way that you need and vice versa. So everybody there is just wonderful. And yeah. so the people that come in and say, hey, Marisa, can you help me? Or hey, Darcy, can you help me? Hey, Briar, I was wondering if you can help me. Veronica, I have this operations question. Hey, Alice, I'm getting ready to do a summit or maybe a membership. What should I do? What do you think? Yeah. Can we go into the room? And so I'm sitting there and I'm watching everyone just kind of flitting around with these little side projects and asking whether they are in the room or they're going to other rooms to yeah. you know, have the side project conversation. And I'm like, this is a part of the experience that I'm also paying for. Like, this is available for you too. You don't have to just watch. And I've seen people in that space, like you could feel the tense energy sometimes because yeah. people have come with some idea and they're just like, this is the thing. And yeah. then once they're like, what do you guys think? And it's like, well, and the constructive criticisms or the, have you thought about this? Or what about that? And how does this work yeah. with this? And what about your own personal life experiences? How is How are you going to have time for that? And they get, sometimes they get a little angry or a little testy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But it's We've really, it. yeah, <laughs> all the time. Yeah. Um, they get a little angry and testy because it's not that they want, they don't want to hear that. They don't want, they want it to be a yes, red stamp, go, 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 absolutely yeah. do it. But, yeah. Yes. But that's not, that's not the space that we're in. Like, we're not yeah. going to lie to you. We're only trying to help. We're only trying to give you information for you to think about how this actually fits in your life. And they may be testy in a moment, but they come back like, I've thought about it. You know, you are right. Maybe I should raise the price of this, or maybe this doesn't really align with my brand, or maybe there's a piece that I could pull out that I can add here. And then it's like, yes, absolutely. And you could do this. And then it's like a whole thing. So yeah. I started asking like, Hey, Darcy, would you mind taking a look at something that I'm working on? And I'm sitting there like, you know, like chewing up yeah. all my nails. Like, I hope she likes it. Because again, I'm still dealing with my stuff. I want my stuff to be perfect. I don't want anybody to look at my stuff and be like, you spelled something wrong. Or why yeah. are you using two spaces after a period as opposed They're to like, one? That's, I'm like, look, that's a color choice. <laughs> right, right. Ooh, that's a I, color choice. Right. Yeah, I heard that. And I was just like, you know what? I love it. Move around. <laughs> <laughs> don't think I missed that. I was it was silence. We were just giving each other the stare, like yeah. I'm like, but there was a reason for that choice. It was intentional. So I'm sticking yeah. with it. Yeah. But I appreciated that that but was you need to know that as well, right? So that's yeah. that's an interesting reflection. The thing is, is like sometimes we get that criticism and and we think it's personal. Yes. And it's not. Especially when we, when we're looking at businesses, because, um, I hate to say this to people, but it's like, no one cares about your personal opinion as a business owner. You're really building things for someone else. Yes. You, you're, you're getting the benefit cause you're enjoying it. It's fueling your life, all that stuff, mm -hmm. but you're always building something for someone else to enjoy. So yeah. when you get that kind of feedback or you get those questions, like, why'd you pick that color? It's not a personal, like no, no one's stabbing you personally. No. It's actually for you to go, well, I picked that color because I want, and, and you've heard me say this too, cause people give me feedback and I'm like, yeah, good point and i'm glad you said that because mm -hmm. i wanted people to be jarred on the page i wanted you mm -hmm. to personally feel uncomfortable mm -hmm. with this design so that it stopped mm -hmm. your eye and i think this is like it's been interesting because people are like wait what i'm like 
Yes. So it did what you were do. It did what it was supposed mm-hmm. to do. I wanted to see if you would stop and be annoyed at what I did so that you would mm-hmm. actually read the content beside. Yeah. And then people yeah. go, wait, what? And I'm, I'm asking that same question. You pick mm-hmm. that color, you choose that layout. Why are you doing it? Because it mm-hmm. shouldn't be just as mindless. I put this up and I yeah. hope it works. I want to hear what you're doing because when you give me that answer we're then rolling that out into a marketing plan we're then rolling that out into a content creation plan we're then rolling that out into this omni-channel focus where we draw people to that rust color we're we're fully making them look at that rust color and know Mm -hmm. that it is your product yeah yeah but if you can't tell me that Mm -hmm. I know that you're not going to go create it in the rest of your marketing. I know Mm -hmm. that you're not going to go create this, the story that attaches people to that, that thing Mm -hmm. that you did, Mm -hmm. but it feels personal. Yeah. And I love that you said that because first of all, yes, it does feel personal, which is part of the reason why people are like, I don't even want to bring my, my little baby here to get ripped to shreds by you vultures in here that are just trying to tear my stuff down, which is not the purpose of it at Mm -hmm. all. I mean, you know, we, a lot of us in that space, I mean, the space is for people who've been in business for a period of time. They, they have business experience. And so all of us in that space, we are out in our own respective communities. We've seen so much stuff and it's, we've been conditioned to think that there are some things that are acceptable simply because Marie Forleo has been doing it for 20 years, or this person has been doing it for 17 years, or we've only seen it done like this in so many years. And so we just go out, we pick the colors, we pick the certain fonts. We, this is the location for my brand. Right, right. Beige on beige. I got to have the curly hair and the Starbucks mug and the, and the, and the, uh, iMac laptop and with backdrop of the Eiffel Tower in the back because everybody was doing that for a period of time. Yeah. As opposed to like, why am I really doing this? Does this really align with what my product or offering is? Does it smell like this? Does it I remember you were talking about this in the room. Does it smell like this? What's it smell like? What's it taste like? And I was like, that is a way to think about it. And you know, this gives it another this gives it another layer. This gives it some texture. You know? And so when you're thinking about these things, to your point, you can easily communicate all of this to the people who are ultimately seeing this, who you want to draw in and who was buying. And so I think that a lot of the questions that you end up asking really are to see like, how much did you really think about this? Is this really you? Or is this the industry that says we should use green where we're talking about earth related things? And, you know, and so that that's really important for you to really like, be connected in to every sense of the things in your business, your colors, your branding, your offering, the word, your key messages. Jesus, I hate it when you mention key messages, but they are so very important, right? So all of it, like if it's your business, you have to be here with it. Yeah. And it, it's interesting because like, I, I'm very used to people getting mad. And I know that sounds really strange. Everybody hearing this is going, why is everybody mad at Marisa? And it's just because I'm very like, I don't, uh, part of it is that w- sometimes we get criticism and feedback and it's malicious. Like it's actually, it's just it, that people don't see what our vision is and we mm-hmm. don't like, and so we're used to that. And so it can be hard to ask for help because you've had such a bad experience. So yeah. I always, I always like leave room for trauma. I always leave room for, I'm like, mm-hmm. you got a whole couch here. Would you like to lay the trauma? Like, go ahead. Lay, lay oh, every, the ficus, yeah. breathe in. 
That's right. And, and the, we put the plants in the room. If you don't know what I'm talking about, we'll show you. But we put the ficus in the room. It's it's cleaning out. It's the oxygen in the room. But it's like we've always leave room for trauma. We always leave room for um, previous experience and yeah. that. So the anger, I'm I'm never worried about. I'm just like let it go. Like and actually, I'm I'm happy. I'm happy when people experience a feeling, especially yeah. in regards to their business. <laughs> but, yeah. But the thing is, is like, you know, you know, when, you know, he says something like the, the smell, like that's an interesting, cause it stops people, right? They're like, I don't know what my brand smells like. And then all of a sudden they go, wait a second, it's vanilla cloves. And I'm like, yeah. your brand's vanilla cloves game on. Right. And people are like, wait, what? And I'm like, vanilla cloves. And then I'll go and put like a whole visual, you know, perspective together. Like, wait, that is my brand. I'm like, it. That's it, right? It was disrupt. It just got you out of your head, out of mm -hmm. that. I've got to be perfect. I've got to have this, you know, I've got to ask the perfect question. I've got to, no, mm -hmm. just like show up and be in there. Now, you, you know, you, you get, dropped a few things that you've picked up that I wasn't talking to you directly, but no. you said, wait a second, I got to do this for myself, right? So yeah. you, you've received help mm -hmm. in that instance, right? Yeah. You were in the room, you received help. And you probably didn't even think about it. <laughs> it's yeah. like well, doo, 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 making a note yeah. for myself. Yeah. That's receiving. And even, yeah. And another way that I've received help in there again is when I've heard other people come in there and they've put their idea out there and it's, there's some questions and you again, feel the tension and they're getting testy and I'm like, I can <laughs> sense the energy, but I'm also like, I went to school for business. I'm a business person. Business is in my blood. Like it's in my family line, like business yeah. is what we do. And so even though I can, I'm compassionate and I can understand, I'm empathetic about how they are feeling in the moment that they're being judged or they're, you know, there's rejection or their, you know, stuff is getting ripped to shreds. Like I can understand that. And I can also see why these questions are being asked. I may not want to answer these questions when it comes to something that I've prepared, but I yeah. understand in this moment when I'm seeing it happen to somebody else, like why, their questions, these questions are being asked. It's very specific. And then when they're starting to answer and things are starting to become a little bit more clear, I'm like, exactly. So it makes me feel like even if I bring my little baby out here, my little baby chick, yeah. look at her, isn't she pretty? Okay. And you guys are like, we got questions for the baby chick. And I'm like, Jesus. So yeah, what are you going to do with it once it grows up bigger? Where are we right. going to put it? What's the pen like? What are we right. heating it? How much does it need to be heated? Right. Like, yeah. Right. Does How are the cat's going to receive it? You yeah. know, the situation. But that means that so now when I go in there and I ask questions and I'm asking for people to give me feedback, like I take a step back. I have my own little pause. Like now before you start to get a little testy yeah. about why they're asking certain questions or what this is yeah. about, recognize they're asking you this because it's something that you're going to have to work through, something that you're going to yeah. have to figure out, it's something that's going to have and to be they love you. They yeah. love you. They're not asking this to tear it down. They're not no. asking it. They're asking because, oh my God, you're about to succeed. You're about yeah. to have this incredible thing coming at you. But let's just get all of those obstacles yeah. out of the way. Out of the so way. Just strut on through. And then we yeah. get to just be like, yes, absolutely. Confetti me, please. Confetti that's me, please. Like yeah. And that's. <laughs> It's hard because like I'm a disaster, I'm a disaster planner. It's my specialty. I like to anticipate all the things that are going to trip you mm -hmm. up ahead of time. And then we're just yeah. going to put the stuff in place right now. Right. But people also get like part of nourishing yourself and commitment to yourself and receiving help is knowing when you've had enough. So mm -hmm. if I've asked too many questions and you need a time to step back, you just say that. You're, You're just like, that. and I'm 
so used to it. Like after seven, after 20 plus years of doing this with companies and brands and people, I don't, I'm not offended. I'm like, cool. I'll see you tomorrow. Like, you know, or in a couple of days and then a couple of days, people are all, they always come back and go, Hmm, you know, when you asked me this and I was like, Yes. Um, and you're like, I hated you. I'm like, you did. Wait a second. You were, you were and my lips. Why? You know, and I'm always like, and why? And they're like, because I have been ignoring this thing in my in my business forever. And now yeah. you just went and made me sit on it. And I'm like, I made you sit on it. I made you like, you know, rotate. You know I made you look around. I made you like lift it up. I mean, and I get it. Yeah. Absolutely 100%. But that's part of being committed to yourself too, is yeah. knowing that you get to walk away yeah, when it's too much, like regulate oh yourself. I can't. Absolutely. And there's so much space in there to do that. I mean, you could simply like, there's an area where part may be muted, go right down to your little corner, mute your mic, have your little temper tantrum or whatever you need to do to get the energy out. And yeah, or there is also the leave button. You can say, you know what, good night. Or like, I'm going to go to the catalyst room and I'm going to listen to some cat purring for a bit. And then I'm going to come back and, right. I, and then we're going to, and then let's go. Right. 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 So, you know, and that's, that is a part of that. That too is also a part of personal evolution. Like when you start to know and learn yourself, you're like, okay, I know where my limits are. Yeah. I can recognize when I'm starting to get triggered before I get there. I know that once I get triggered, that this is the kind of reaction that I'm going to have. So I don't want to do that. And so I'm going to put a spacer in between the line that I'm getting to, that's going to cause me to react in a certain way. Mm -hmm. And that spacer is, you know what, you know, thank you. I'm going to have to sit on this. I will be back in here a little later on this week. I got to think a little bit more on what you've talked about. Thank you so much for your time and exit stage left. No one is, whether anybody feels a certain way about what you said, what you did, whatever, like, doesn't matter. You're doing this for you. This is about what you need to do for you to make sure that you don't get to the the kettle is whistling and you have popped off to the highest of pop activity, like mm -hmm. kind of situation. And this is a space where people are only here to help. They're not here to hurt in any way, shape or form. So that is part of what it means to, um, you know, really lean into being helped, you know, finding spaces where people care, where people are genuine, where people are kind and compassionate, when they're empathetic and all those good things where they're just wanting to help you. And so if you need, before you lean in and ask for help, even in spaces that you pay for, because you're not really sure sometimes, because again, the vulnerability, all the conditioning, all that stuff, just watch like how people show up in there at watch how people, what kind of responses people receive when they're asking for help. Watch what kind of help that they receive from other people and, and pay attention to how you feel about it. Like pay attention to what is coming up in your body, pay attention to sensations or stories that come up or things that you hear, but listen very closely and feel very closely because if you feel that the kind of help that people are giving in here may feel a little harsh, maybe, but in your spirit, like in your body, you feel like this is, it's genuine. Everyone is kind. Everyone is good hearted. Everybody wants to help genuinely. And it really is an environment where people are safe, even if they're not hearing what they want to hear, then it is safe enough for you to lean a little in, ease into asking for help and then having your own experiences. So you don't have to jump with both of your feet 
into the waters of Lake, Lake Minnetonka to yeah. see if it's what you think it is. Like you can dip your toes in and discern. Like that's a part of getting to know yourself. That's a part of the self-discovery. So you do that and then you make more discerning decisions. And if you find that these people are vicious, they really aren't here to help. They're just a bunch of people who are gossiping and thieves and whatever, whatever, whatever. Then you know, like, yep. look, cancel your membership and move around. Yep. You know what I mean? Don't give them anything. Like, but yeah. it's your choice. You have the ultimate decision to say, how far am I going? But yeah. you can also, like, dial it back a little bit just so that you can make an informed decision. So that's that's what it's about. Like, learning yourself, growing going on this journey, you're going to make mistakes. There are going to be people that you ask for, for help that just really don't have the capacity, don't have the capability, don't want to, whatever. You'll have to do your own work to work through how you feel about that. But, you know, it's not for everybody to do, but you find your people, you find your, you find your safe spaces. They're, they're out there. Trust me. Yep. There's a big old world that we often have no idea exists beyond our front mm -hmm. doorstep and yes. it, it, there's available. Okay. We are, we, you and I could talk for four years and it wouldn't be enough. Um, <laughs> let's, let's give people an idea. What's it like to work with you? How do they work with you? What are the options? We've got the taste, the chamber, you've got your dynamic affirmations. Give us a little rundown of where people can find you. Oh, okay. Well, you can start with dynamicaffirmations.com. I have something called the garden. And in there, I talk about utilizing affirmations in a different way to assist you on your own personal journey to confidence, self-love, all those things. Um, I actually have, I'm speaking all over the place. So I'm doing this podcast tomorrow. I'm so excited. I am, I've dusted off my mic. I'm back out talking about the different astrological phenomena, in particular, the upcoming eclipse season. Somebody take the wheel. Um, the, the solar eclipse is April the 20th. The lunar eclipse is May the 5th. And there is a lot happening during that time. So I'm talking tomorrow in the salon in Create the Rules about how to navigate all of that. It's going to be really juicy. It's tomorrow night at is it 7 p.m. It's 7 p.m. Eastern, right? Yeah. And if you're listening to this at any point, just go to create the rules.com. All of them are listed. I'm sure Biba is going to be doing salons throughout the year, especially mm -hmm. as we have eclipse season um, rocking the boats uh, as we speak. And so <laughs> do check it out on the create the rules.com because Biba is creating salons and workshops and all sorts of fun stuff. Plus your speakers, you're a speaker in the catalyst connect. So there's a great opportunity no matter when you hear this podcast. Yes, yes. And I also have something called the taste. It is an intuitively guided ritual ceremony, intuitive guidance. Like I never know what the activities are until I am intuitively guided to like, you're going to do this. You should have something for this. This is what people are going to come up with. So this one in particular is around shedding, um, which is again, the, why the color I chose was, <laughs> was the color I chose. Look at your face. Loaded. <laughs> So it's around shedding. Um, it is during the eclipse season, which is going to be extremely transformational. It could be very jarring for people. Um, but there are some abrupt endings that are happening for some new beginnings, which is also the spring. So this is the plant seeds season. But you want to plant seeds that are not limited. You don't want to plant seeds that are based on the limiting experience, the traumatic experiences that we had during our, far, our harsh fall and winter months because 
the last quarter of 2022 was very difficult for a lot of people for all kinds of reasons, not just me, but I mean, I've heard so many stories um, in my personal life with my friends, my family, and then so many of you like on Facebook that I connect with. And then I've seen your posts about like how like prayers here, prayers here, thoughts and prayers, please. Like it was just a lot. And those kinds of experiences are traumatic experiences. And what typically happens with traumatic experiences is that they kind of layer a blanket over how you operate. It layers a blanket over the decisions that you make. So when we're talking about utilizing this beautiful, well, it may not feel like that at the moment, but it ultimately it is very beautiful energy, very potent, powerful energy during eclipse season. And we're supposed to be planting seeds of our desires, the things that we want to manifest. We've got this blanket of trauma from what we just went through. And then we're wanting to plant seeds with the consideration of, we don't want to have this experience again. I'm only going to plant a seed to go on one trip for a week because I don't think that I can be away for too long because of what happened. You know what I mean? So you're creating all of these things. You're, you're, you're setting yourself up ultimately with limits in mind. And all that does is demonstrate that you don't trust. And that isn't, that isn't the move. So I get my rug dirty. I gotta, yeah. I can't, yeah. Can't be yeah. too, can't be too pretty of a rug. Cause I'm going to get some mud on it. You're going to get some mud on it. So it's not even like, well, you know what? I just don't even want a rug now. It's just going to be what it is. Like, that's not the answer. The answer is to do some work around releasing the trauma, the stigma, all of that stuff that occurred so that you are coming to some new intentions, these new seeds that you're planting without limit, without worry, without fear, just complete and total boldness, like you're going for it. These are the seeds that you want to plant, but it's hard to plant like seeds like that when you're burdened by all of this stuff that happened that was bad and you don't want to feel it again. It was difficult. Oh my God, I was so crazy and whatever. So that is taking place on the 22nd of April. So it's during eclipse season. I'll be utilizing that energy in this private ceremony. The thing about the taste is it's intuitively guided, meaning that even the people who get invited are I get intuitive hits on who to invite. So you get a personal invitation. But if you would like to be considered for this or future tastes, then I have a link for that. I'm going to have to put that in the comments. I think it's neon.ly forward slash the taste. Okay. <laughs> we'll follow up. We'll, we'll get that on um, and also on create the rules on your um, profile page. Okay. for being on the podcast we'll get those links up so that because that's an all the time that's an all the time they can get on that waiting list throughout the year yeah. right absolutely cool absolutely. so so much so much a lot of stuff happening this is a good time um it's going to be very rocky but can't wait <laughs> i'm we ready yeah. Yeah. Thank God we have each other. And uh, I got enough bubble wrap for you and me and everybody else. You need bubble wrap? We just wrap ourselves up and we just go, okay, let's go. Up, 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 up. Fine. We've got tornado shelters, bomb shelters, whole nine. Let's go. Let's, let's do this together. We're good. Yeah. 
Okay, the, I have been ending all of these with just a recognition of uh, what I know about you and what I appreciate about you. So just sort of buckle in, um, get ready, uh, and you know, just do what you need to do to hear this. But I, I mean, I love you. I just absolutely, from the bottom of my heart to the top of my heart to all around here, just absolutely appreciate you in my life. You are one of the key catalysts in my world. You not only stepped into the catalyst when I was just like, what are we doing this space? And you're like, I don't know. Let's, you know, you're that friend that like comes over and it's like, I don't know what to wear. And you're like, let me just go through the closet and we're going to fit. You know, no, you, you're just like, let's do this. And you, I mean, I've talked about how you've impacted my own personal evolution journey, but when you show up, you show up and you are just 100% for the people in your sphere. And I think anyone that comes into that sphere and is invited into that sphere is the luckiest person because you you're genuine. You're, you're all in, you are completely honest. You are completely, you know, in their best interest, but also you don't hold back. And that is something that is, I crave that in my life. I don't, I don't want somebody that's just going to like, you know, kind of dance around the the issue. It's like, I want to hear it. And I want to hear your opinion. And you have some incredible perspectives in the world around us. Um, but you're also just so freaking creative. And you are just you're the ideas that come out of your head. Sometimes I'm just like, Viva. Um, and you know, we're always like, mm -hmm. you know, and it's like, these things that that you I think sometimes you're just like, you let them tumble out. I don't know if you quite know the impact that the seeds that you're planting, but they're definitely growing. They're definitely blossoming. The, the ficus in the room is you, you know, you are bringing all that energy, creating all that oxygen for people. And I cannot imagine the catalyst without you, but I also can't imagine my life without, without you. Like you are, you got me, you can't, if you like start running, I'm going to be like, I got, I got, I got, I'm keeping up. I will go rent a scooter to like keep a height. Put, put, put. I'm coming because I knew that like when we met each other in that, like, I was like, I remember saying to my husband, I was like, you should see Biba. And he was like, oh, and I'm like, I don't know. There's something about her. First of all, she has to quit her job. And I don't know why I'm supposed to tell her that. But, um, <laughs> and I was just like, hey, I don't know why I'm supposed to say this, but I think you have to quit your job. And you were like, who are you? And I was like, I don't know, but you need to quit your job. And then like the next time I saw you, I was like, didn't you just still quit your job? And anyways, but I knew like we were, and you were like, yes, actually I do. Thank you for, thank you for mentioning that again. Um, but it, it, you know, like that was a connection I had and I didn't even know why I was just like, I feel like this is my best friend and she's like right here. And I don't know you're in, in my phone and I don't know how this works, but you know, like, I just, I love you. I just, you're, you are absolutely just one of the best people in the world. If I could give you best person in the world, you know, you get catalyst. Yesterday we were joking because um, I said I was going to give somebody the catalyst member of the month. And they said, is there an actual member of the month? I'm like, well, it's always Biba. But um, <laughs> like every month it is Biba. But this month we might make an exception and make it someone else. Um, but everyone's like laughing. They're like, is Biba? And I was like, it, yeah, it, it is Biba. It's every month is Biba. Um, it's just going to be like this little joke. I'm going to create a room and it's going to have all the members of the month. And it's just going to be like Biba every month um, of every year. It's just, we're just going to repeat it. I'll just keep adding it in. Um, but it's, it's, it's a joke, but it's not. It's absolutely 
100% the truth because of the gifts that you bring into the world. So if you are listening to this, it is, I, I am absolutely 100%. Please go find Biba. If you are looking for someone to help you um, in your personal evolution, just to explore some of these ideas, explore some of these thoughts, explore some of these possibilities in your life, Biba is the person that you want to go see. Um, I'm, she doesn't pay me to say this either. It is 100% unsponsored. Biba's, Biba's the real deal. Um, and I recommend Biba to as many people who are going through stuff. I'm like, Biba. It's just like, they're like, what should I do? I'm like, Biba. Like, <laughs> it's, not like, verb, yeah, it's not a verb. It's not you when you Google help. No, Biba help. Like, you just go Biba. Like, it's just, what am I going to do? Biba it. You're just going to Biba. Uh, you're like, really? I'm like, yeah. Biba, here you go. Like, there's no, there's no point in even going anything further. Biba. So if you're listening to this at any point, please do check out. We will put up its dynamicaffirmations.com. Um, and Biba, just thank you for being in the world. Like, holy moly. Like, <laughs> I'm going to high five your mom. Be like, yes, <laughs> an amazing job bringing Biba into the world. And I need to like send her a thank you card with like some snacks and just be like, <laughs> Thank you for Biba. Oh, got me on here crying. I cannot believe you. <laughs> but well, thank you so much. I love you. I love the space that you're creating. I love the just, you're doing amazing, amazing, important work. And I'm just so grateful to be a part of it in the way that I am. So I just, you know, 89% of it is you um, basically <laughs> making me uh, do all the things I don't want to do and, and step, into, step into who I who like just really loving life. Right. Yeah. Like I, I do say that people are like, wow, you've really changed. I'm like, oh, well, I actually hang out with Biba again. I Biba, I Biba it. I just, I Biba. Um, and, you know, I, do, I have said that to people. Right. And it, it's I definitely do uh, try to give you as much credit as I can, because you're really good. <laughs> we talk about like people hating you. You're really good at making me uncomfortable. And mm -hmm. I love it. I can't, I'm always like, sometimes I just need a hit and I come in and be like, Biba, guess what I did? Then um, I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> you, need a little, you need a little adrenaline. I need a little adrenaline hit of Biba mm -hmm. score. Yeah. You know, yeah, like, and I will give you. You know the gifts are coming. I'm doling them out like cards, baby. I'm like, here you go. Here's Oprah, a couple of side eyes. I haven't even told you about the one last night, and Briar is living in fear because Briar's like, Biba's gonna, it's such a good idea. I'm like, I know. And she's like, Biba, yeah, I'll tell you later. <laughs> it is a really good idea, though. But this is how you always start. This is a great domain, this has great potential. This and then they tell you, and you're like, oh, no. I see it. I see it. But why? Why did you do this? <laughs> Don't wait till you hear this one. Oh, Briar God. was all ready to, like, be, like, to she was going to put on her Biba pants. And then she, I told her, and she's like, shoot. Damn. Yeah, it's good. And I was like, yeah, I know. I'm going to have to do it. And Biba's going to be I'm like. I'm surprised I didn't hear from Briar. You know what? I haven't seen Briar today in the room. That's why. Because if I would have seen her, she would have told me. Because she has dimed you out on a number of occasions. I know. And you Briar. come in there. I'm like, oh, wait, do you have something to tell me? Yeah. Like the last one. So you don't have, you don't you have something to tell me? Yeah. Briar's a snitch. <laughs> we know that Briar's a snitch. Um, 
we know it. We love her, but Briar's a snitch, and that's yeah. the end of it. Okay, we are we are like it's like one and a half hour. Well, literally, we could talk for four hours. But if you are watching this on the replay, please do post in the comments. Leave some questions. Talk about Biba and I are wherever this is being published. Biba and I will see it. Um, and and please be a part of that conversation. If you're also wanting to see this, it'll be on YouTube and it is on as put as an audio podcast. So you can listen to it over and over again. If you need to hear Biba being in my business and telling it to everybody in the world because it's impacting you, please re-listen to it. Share it with people. This is how we, uh, you know, basically help everybody come along and realize that they just need to go buy the rug. Um, they just need to, you know, go for the Idris Elba of business ideas or their goals and just step into it. Um, thank you so much, Biba, for being here. I, I love you. Uh, and I know we're going to do this again, but yes, thank you, everybody. Thank you for listening to Nourish the Risk Takers, a podcast where asking for help becomes easier and receiving the help becomes life-changing. Please subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and subscribe to our mailing list at createtherules.com to get notified when the next interview is released. Follow us on all socials at Create the Rules for in-between insights, talkbacks, and more. Thank you for being here.